Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to In Bloom Podcast. If you're new here, hi, my name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast. This is week two of having a new name for the podcast. Just recently rebranded if you're new here from Gen Z Girl Podcast. And if you're not new, welcome back. Um, I first want to say before we get into the episode, thank you so, so much for all of the overwhelming like love and support surrounding the podcast rebrand. It can obviously be a little bit like nerve-wracking to literally do a 180 in your branding and completely change your name of your podcast because it's like, okay, how are the people who've been listening going to react to this? But I think that knowing in the back of my mind I wasn't really changing any of the content, it didn't stress me out as much. But it's still a little bit like, oh, what if everyone doesn't like it or something like that? But um, I am so grateful for each and every one of you. So many of y'all have said so many incredible, sweet things just about the rebrand and last week's podcast episode. So many of y'all loved it. And once again, thank you to all of you who shared your passion stories so I could share them with all of the audience and the listeners. Um, Truly just made my week and it was just awesome last week um so I kind of have that to look forward to and to go through but this week I kind of wanted to talk about discipline and sort of building the gap between motivation and discipline there's definitely like this big gap and like bridge you have to cross sorry for my computer's not do not disturb my bad now it is but there's this like gap I feel like with um motivation and discipline and so many of us can get motivated and we can really get ourselves inspired and feel ready to do something and you know just you know that feeling of where you're like in peak motivation you're just like I'm gonna like go after this like with all I got and then it sort of goes away the next day and you're just like okay what the heck and that's not supposed to happen like I need to get this thing done or I need to do this every single day and I literally only feel motivated one day Um, discipline is what takes you to doing things even when you don't want to do them and you don't feel like doing them. And I just thought it'd be really good to talk about. And I feel like it's like very on par with like the way my life is right now, just with studying for the CPA exam. It requires a hell of a lot of discipline and it's very tough to force yourself to study like a full-time job. So definitely requires a lot of discipline and I get asked all the time like how do you stay motivated you know for the gym for like fitness related things for doing schoolwork for studying that's probably one of my most asked questions honestly and I get dms about it all the time so I just figured this episode would be like good to sort of address the overall way to bridge that gap that exists between motivation and discipline because so many of us can get inspired and motivated but discipline is a whole other story so before we get into the episode i wanted to say be sure to join the in bloom podcast facebook group um just search in bloom podcast and it's the group not the facebook page and um just answer a few questions and you can join and then um follow the in bloom podcast instagram which is just at in bloom podcast 
and I hope y'all will check it out because it's all completely rebranded and everything and I've really been enjoying like working with an entirely different theme and aesthetic and everything so that's been really fun um but before we get started I also wanted to do the quote goal and gratitude for this week so my quote is the cost of procrastination is the life you could have lived this I feel like I might have used this quote before in a podcast like a long time ago but I love this quote so much and I actually have it as my like Mac desktop background because I study at my desktop every day and it sort of just serves as a reminder if I don't bust my butt to study right now and over the next five months then I like the cost I'm gonna pay of choosing to just like be lazy and live my life right now and which I can do that while studying yes I'm not saying I can only study but I'm saying like if I'm not putting in the required amount of work it takes to study and pass these exams the cost of that is going to be you know having to do it all while I'm working full-time so when I read that every morning when I open up my computer and wiggle my mouse as I'm starting off my morning cup of coffee it really kicks me in the butt because I'm like oh god I don't want to freaking be doing this whenever I'm working full time so it really just inspires me to like you know just get it done and it's funny because I just went in Canva and got like a picture of a beach and put the text the quote text over it and just made the background myself and I wanted the beach because I always like to have something like calming or just like pictures of me and friends as my background so the beach is super calming and then I have like this extremely aggressive quote (laughs) on top of the beach picture so but it works it motivates me And my goal for this week, I really just want to work on solidifying my schedule. So oddly enough, um, I thought that moving to Houston, I would have a Prometric test center for the CPA, like within 20 minutes from me, since I'm in such a large city, you know, and I have to drive 80 miles to take my exam. And it makes no sense to me that I have to drive to Beaumont, Texas, it's the most random place when I live in Houston. It just does not make sense to me that there's not a Prometric Center here. Like, I just don't get it. And that's even farther than the one is from Tuscaloosa, which makes no sense. Because, like, from Tuscaloosa, you have to drive to Birmingham, and that's, like, 50 to 60 miles. But I'm having to drive 80 miles to take this flipping CPA exam. So my exam is scheduled for September 3rd at 12 or 12.30. I don't remember the exact time. And as far as solidifying my schedule goes, initially I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, wake up around like 5.36 each day and then that I'm studying, which is six days a week, and I'll wake up, I will do my morning routine, I'll go work out, come home, shower, eat breakfast, and, you know, study for the day. And originally that's what I was going to do. And then I was like, okay, honestly, that makes absolutely no sense to do if my exam is at noon. And I didn't want to do the 8 a.m. or 8 30 because it's like I have to drive 80 miles so I feel like that would just be risking it um in the morning and everything and I wouldn't want to I don't know that just didn't seem like a good idea so now I'm like okay this all this week I've been studying I started studying like a week ago and this whole week I have been studying pretty much from probably anywhere from 8 30 to 9 30 as a start time And then I study up until like lunchtime and then I do some more studying after lunch until like probably around like two or three until like five. So that's kind of how it goes and how it's been going. But I know that if I'm going to be taking the exam from like 12 to like five or 12 to 430, I need to be doing a lot of my studying in that time period. And that's like the time of day that I crash. 
So I just need to solidify my schedule to like align with when I'll be taking the exam. But at the same time, I don't want to put the bulk of my studying in the afternoon, but I know I probably should, if that makes sense. Um, but I really can't get myself to do it because I really like knocking out like two modules in the morning and one in the afternoon. Like I really, really like that structure for studying. So I don't know. I'm just at the very least, I'm trying to like just avoid laying down and taking naps and getting in a state of rest from like 12 to 5 every day because I know that that's going to just train my brain and my body to feel tired during that time. So I try to at least be studying, working out, cleaning, doing something from 12 to 5 so that I'm avoiding getting myself in a state of rest, if that makes sense. So I really just want to like figure out my schedule um, each day, like figure out what, what works for me. And I feel like I really got in a good schedule this week, but I'm sitting here questioning, okay, is this realistic given that I will be taking the exam at noon? If so, I don't know. That was like really long winded, but that's just sort of my struggle. And it's so crazy. I've lived here for literally in Houston. I've been moved into my apartment for like nine days, maybe 10. Yeah. 10 days. Today's day 10. And I feel like I've been here for like a month. And I think it's just because of my days are, they're slow, but they're quick at the same time. Cause I'm studying and studying every day the last week, except for one day has made the week feel so incredibly long. So it's just really weird. <laughs> I'm not used to it. And my gratitude for this week, I'm, it's pretty much what I said earlier. I'm so thankful for all of you and your support for the podcast rebrand and just all the love y'all give by listening and interacting with me on the Instagram and the Facebook page. Um, I couldn't be more grateful for each and every one of you because Lord knows I couldn't do this podcast if y'all weren't listening and it would kind of suck if nobody listened and I was just sitting here talking to nobody. So I'm just very thankful for all of y'all's support. So I have two other quotes that I wanted to sort of kick off this, the meat of this episode with. Um, The first one is from Jim Rohn, and it is discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishment. And it's funny because in my head, I was like telling myself, okay, this, I think I want to title this episode something along the lines of like building the bridge between motivation and discipline. And then I was like, I feel like that's a quote. So then I like looked it up and then sure enough, I found a quote that like basically said that. So that I think is a really good way to look at discipline. It is a stepping stone and it is the way you access accomplishment. I feel like, you know, like everybody can set goals and have good intentions to reach those goals, but there are so many people who miss out on accomplishing those goals because they don't have discipline because it's really like a linear not really linear, but I just think of it from like left to right, you know, first it's, you set the goals and then, you know, you have the bridge, which is discipline. And at the end of the bridge is the accomplishment of the goal. Um, so that's just like a really good way to sort of visualize it, I guess you could say. And then the next one is a tweet actually from Ed Lattimore, who I, I listened to his episode on the Skinny Confidential and it was really, really good. Um, and he, I saw a tweet like earlier this week from him and it said, sometimes you have to do more of what you don't want to do so you can do more of what you want to do. And that's like very straightforward and simple, but that really, I think relates to discipline. It requires more of us than we want. And it requires us doing things that we probably don't want to do, um, in order to get to a place where we can do more of what we want to do. And I just really liked that. So Another thing that really like sort of inspired me for this week's episode was watching the Olympics all week um, and just watching like gymnastics. Like I always love watching Olympic gymnastics because I did gymnastics for a while when I was younger. And that sport I think is such like I want my 
daughter, like future daughter to do gymnastics because I think it instills just like this I, I I don't even know how to explain it. It just instills this level of discipline that I feel like no other sport does. And I mean, other sports, yes, they do give you discipline and make you discipline, but gymnastics is so individualized, and I think a lot of people don't see that. And it requires so much discipline. And you when you acquire it at a young age, it just sort of becomes a foundation and a habit for you. And I think that it really did that for me, and I think that that discipline I built in the sport of gymnastics translated into how hard I worked in high school and my schoolwork, how hard I worked in college and how hard I work on like my passions. So I really think like without that, getting that discipline from a really young age, from doing a sport like that, if I didn't have that, I, you know, I sit here and I'm like, would I be where I am today? You know what I mean? And I just really think it built that foundation for me. Um, so that just really sort of, it got me thinking about that. And I always think about this every time the Olympics are on, just like how much it did for me. It also sort of like created a very like toxic form of perfectionism, but you know, it has its pros and cons. <laughs> so, um, the biggest thing I want to highlight though, is how, if you don't have discipline, when you run out of motivation, your pursuit ends there until you get a wave of motivation again. So what you get done is dependent on when you feel motivated. And that motivation could come tomorrow, it could come later on today, or it can come for another couple months. And before you know it, you have completely put you know, a stop and a pause on whatever you're pursuing. However, on the other hand, if you have discipline, running out of motivation isn't the end of your pursuit and it doesn't pause your pursuit. It's where your discipline comes in and takes over where your motivation is lacking and then eventually you get the job done a lot quicker. And I think that disciplined people just overall possess, you know, a higher level of willpower and they're able to sort of recognize, be aware of, and process their thoughts and feelings better, especially the intense feelings that tend to overcome us when we get sick and tired of doing something. Um, those impulsive feelings of wanting to do anything but what you're doing, I guess is kind of what I'm referencing. And I tried to like look into the psychology behind discipline just for like a little bit of actual meat of for the episode. And I found this like whole article study thing on psychologicalscience.org that talks about like different theories and everything. And I'm not going to sit here and regurgitate all of it to you because you can go read it if you're interested. But I think when theory that I just wanted to like read because I thought that it was interesting um, is the energy model of self-control which basically just describes our brain as a muscle and how our brain like a muscle gets exhausted and depleted after enough energy has been exerted which results in lapses of our discipline and all that happens after our mind reaches a certain point of fatigue And it sort of like talks about that theory and then the article also talked about like how I think like sugar and like carbohydrates and like metabolism, all this stuff also plays a role in discipline, which was like very interesting, but that wasn't really related to like what I was talking about in the episode. So I just didn't include any of that. But the reason why I think it's so important to build discipline as a habit from, you know, as early as you can really, not necessarily from a young age, but just... Being the earlier you're able to do it, you know, you save yourself from a lot of just hurt in a way. And I don't want to say hurt as in like 
I just think you're hurting yourself, I guess is what I'm saying. Not like necessarily like actually physical pain, but you're hurting yourself in the long run if you take longer to develop discipline as a habit. And the reason why it's so great and such an important habit to focus on is because it's really a package deal. Because when you develop it as a habit, you are making yourself more efficient. You end up achieving more. Um, Your overall anxiety, in my experience, is way lower because you're not always dependent on rushes of motivation to get things done. So when you don't have discipline, you know, you're constantly procrastinating because you're waiting on that burst of motivation to come. And that causes a lot of stress and anxiety for a lot of us because we are sitting here telling ourselves, I need to get this done, but I just can't do it. And you're telling yourself you can't do it because you haven't felt that wave of motivation yet. But when you're disciplined, you're doing it without being dependent on the motivation. So you're getting what you have to get done regardless of whether or not you have motivation. And as a result, you're procrastinating a lot less and getting a lot more done. So your anxiety and stress about your to-do list and the things you have to do is just overall a lot lower. And I think your ability to resist caving in um, to anything that you know tempts you becomes a lot stronger when you have discipline. But on the other hand, without discipline, you know, you're less likely to accomplish your goals. It's going to take a lot longer for you to accomplish goals and you'll probably get sidetracked a lot more. You're more likely to cave into peer pressure and indulge in bad habits and not even know what your bad habits are. You're more likely to be distracted and just face overall more stress, of course, as you struggle to get things done. And I think when we get burnt out, doing things and our motivation gets to a point where it's practically non-existent it truly can feel so impossible to keep going and push through and I know how that feels and it's that feeling of oh my gosh I would rather do literally anything else besides this one thing that is on my to-do list or this one thing that I need to be doing every single day and I'm just so burnt out of it I would rather do anything else and in the moment your urge tells you to give up and just keep putting it off put it on the back burner and do it when the motivation comes that's what you know you're sitting there telling yourself when you don't have discipline and you just want to instead do all of the things that are tempting you that sound so much more enjoyable because if you don't have discipline it's so easy to like see something that is more enticing and appealing in the moment And just say, oh yeah, of course I'm going to go to do that instead because that's what I would rather do right now. But when you're disciplined, you're going to recognize those temptations and realize that it's just your mind trying to avoid what you need to get done and distracting you from what you need to get done. And of course those things sound more enjoyable, but it's the idea of doing something besides the one task you need to get done that is the bait for us, I guess you could say. And I found that things I normally hate doing, like mopping the floor, for example, um, all of a sudden stuff like that just becomes enticing and appealing and sounds like something I want to do when I've hit a wall with my motivation and am lacking discipline. But it's because it's the idea of doing something else that is removed from what I'm trying to avoid doing. Do I like mopping? No, I literally hate it. It hurts my back and I hate the preparation for it of like moving everything off the floor, having the vacuum beforehand, all that stuff. But did I mop this week when I got sick of studying? Yes. (laughs) And it makes me laugh because it's still something productive. So this is honestly kind of a poor example since it's not like 
I indulged in a bad habit of mine, like just crawling on the couch and doom scrolling on my phone for an hour or two. But the point is a lack of discipline will do that to you. And that's what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is that having mental awareness in the moments when you lack motivation and need discipline to carry through is so important because you will suddenly get the urge to do things you normally don't like doing when you're running out of fuel and you need discipline to take the wheel. And I think when people have discipline, they're able to recognize those avoidant thoughts and behaviors that put your mind in a place of wanting to do anything but the task at hand. And those disciplined people are able to shut those distracting thoughts down and push through by telling themselves that, I either keep going and get it done or I don't do anything at all. And I think pushing through that wall you run into when your motivation runs out is truly transformative because it teaches you to just face the temptation head on, push through and get used to the feeling of overcoming those temptations and being stronger than them. And once you've done it a couple times, it becomes so much easier to recognize those tempting thoughts that come up where you're tempted to just indulge in your bad habits, whether, you know, that's just going and binge watching a TV show or YouTube or sitting on your phone for hours, going on TikTok for hours and all that stuff is fine and good. But, you know, when you have to get something done, when you make the decision to go and like indulge in those bad habits and in those avoidant behaviors, you are letting your temptation like be stronger than you. And that is, that results in like a, or that is a result of a lack of discipline. And I think discipline is really built when you get accustomed to fighting those urges and temptations to do something else and recognizing when those distracting thoughts are coming on. And like for me, like whenever I'm studying and um, I think of on Thursday, I think it was, on Thursday, the section I was doing for reg for the CPA was just like kicking my butt. And it was really weird because it was stuff I knew how to do. And the whole time, like during the lecture part, I was like, yeah, I got this. Like, I know this. And then I got to multiple choice and there were just like a lot of multiple choice questions. And a lot of them were like the exact same with like asking for a different answer. And each time, and I just got sick of seeing the same, you know, like fact pattern over and over again. And I got sick of doing basically what felt like the same problem so many times. So then I just started, you know, mentally checking myself out because I was like, I would literally rather be doing anything than answering like a bajillion versions of like one fact pattern. Like that's the last thing I want to do right now. And it got to a point where I had already mentally checked myself out, but I was still physically sitting there doing the work. And as a result, since I mentally checked myself out of it and I didn't just push through, I was sitting there wasting time, you know, doing ineffective studying. And that caused me to get in a position where I was missing questions that I knew how to do. Like it got to the point where I was missing easy like easy stuff not even the stuff I was struggling with like I was missing things that I've known for like four years now and the point I'm trying to make is that if you know you're in a place where that starts happening then you need to be able to recognize okay should I have just stopped studying and you know taken that as a sign for a break or should I have like kept pushing through and that's what I wanted to sort of segue into and talk about because I'm not advocating for anyone to just like not take breaks. I'm not sitting here advocating for like, 
hustle until you can't anymore or the no days off mentality. I'm not like advocating for any of that when I'm saying all of this about discipline because obviously it is important to take breaks and recover because rest is productive. And if you don't rest, you're just going to end up hurting yourself in the end, just like not having discipline will hurt yourself in the end. And it's more harmful than it is good to push yourself when you're at a point of utter exhaustion to where you can't even get the basics of what you need to do covered. And that's sort of like what we saw this week with, you know, like Simone Biles at the Olympics. There's a like fine line of being between being disciplined and pushing yourself too far. And you have to know where that line is for yourself so that you know, like when to say like, I can't keep going because it's going to result in, you know, in Simone's case, it would have resulted in her being hurt like physically hurt and then for whenever you don't have discipline and it's just looking at something like discipline it results in you not getting things done and you end up wasting your time because you're sitting there trying to push through when you physically can't anymore and I think that that's something that isn't really talked about a lot when it comes to discipline because when I hear a lot of like talk about discipline and I read things about discipline and see quotes about discipline and everything, I feel like so much of it is just saying like you have to power through like even when you don't want to and all this stuff. And while that's true and it is important to power through even in the moments you don't want to because I can confidently say like 70% of the time I'm studying, I don't want to be studying. But of that 70%, there's probably like 10 to 15% where I probably just needed to stop studying because I got to a point of utter exhaustion. And you have to know where that line is for yourself because if you don't set that boundary, you end up wasting so much time by trying to get things done when you're just at a point where you're so exhausted to where your mind can't take anymore. And if it's, you know, studying, like if, as an example, like with discipline, like you will know when you get to that point. I was talking to one of my friends about it earlier this week when we were just talking about studying for the CPA. And she was like, you'll know when you get to a point like where it's time for like a day off or a couple hours off because your mind will tell you like you're, you will start like missing the basics and, you know, the things that you already knew become things that you're starting to miss. And it's just because your mind isn't in a place where it can take anymore. And I think that setting that boundary, whether that means you don't work past a certain hour of the day, you take one day completely off a week, or you force yourself to stop when you can't make sense of the things you already know. You have to set that boundary to allow yourself to have a healthy relationship with discipline and not fall into the workaholic style of discipline that I feel like is glamorized the most. And for me, that looks like not studying past 5 p.m. and taking one day off a week and doing literally no studying for a day. And that's how I set the boundary without ruining the discipline. Because if you don't set the boundary and you just pursue discipline as hard as you can, you end up ruining your discipline because you get to a point where you just have completely exhausted yourself. And I think that discipline in the form of going to the gym per se you know, there's going to be days where you don't want to exercise or work out or go to the gym and, you know, you have to push through and go on a lot of those days, but there will be days when your body like physically can't take it and can't take it anymore. And you have to know where to draw that boundary. So you're not risking yourself, you know, hurting your body by not allowing yourself to properly rest and that kind of thing. And 
you have to really like know that boundary for yourself. And I think that the boundaries within discipline just aren't really talked about a lot. And you have to be able to identify that in order to effectively have discipline because some people have discipline and it's like the workaholic style that I mentioned. And in those cases, I just think it becomes really toxic because it turns into the mentality of I can't take any time off and I can't take a day off. And I recognize that in myself because sometimes when I'm getting really in a groove with studying, I get anxious from, I get anxious on my days off because I'm not studying and that's not resting. That's not taking a day off. And I noticed that this week because on Friday I took the day off of studying and the whole time I kept like thinking, should I go sit at my desk and study? Should I just go sit at my desk and study? And like kept asking myself that every few hours I just got this itch of like anxiety and I was just like, oh my gosh, I am not studying right now. That means I'm going to fail my exam. That means that I'm going to get behind. When in reality, I was like a whole day ahead of my schedule. And you have to be able to like recognize those thoughts um, once you've, you know, cultivated that discipline and be stronger than those thoughts and be able to recognize like, okay, I'm in such a routine that my body just feels weird not doing it, but it's okay to take a day off. Like remind yourself of that. Remind yourself that, you know, you need the rest in order to properly get through the entire next week and in order to properly be disciplined for the next week. Because if I didn't take Friday off, this is what would have happened. I would have gone through modules on Friday, probably would have done terrible and not really retained anything because my mind was utterly exhausted. And then I would feel the need to take like three days off because I'd be like, this is just too much. I need a long break from this. But it's so much better and more effective for me to just have that boundary, not study past 5 p.m., force myself to have one day off a week so that I can recharge and then, you know, get back at it. And I think like the best way I can highlight it for you, like from my perspective of studying is like the first three days of the week. I feel motivated, feel good. I start getting tired around like the fourth day and then day five, I'm like, okay, I seriously want to throw in the towel. This is too much. So that's why I take one day off a week right around like that day five mark to just let my mind recharge and rest. But rather than taking that one extra day on the weekend, like I'm really tempted to do, I keep going after that one day break, despite knowing how much I hate having to sit at my desk and learn accounting all day. And that is discipline. And this is normal when you're starting something new. You know, you have to give yourself grace when committing to something that takes a lot of effort. And you can't expect to just magically have discipline after one week of trying. Like this was my first week of studying for the CPA. So me getting upset that like on day four or five, I was just getting like really mentally exhausted just isn't really necessary because it's literally my first week and I have to give myself grace of getting into this routine and building the discipline of studying because I've built discipline in other areas of my life and like right now in this season it's building discipline with studying and that's why we see so many people fail honestly when it comes to achieving their goals because they can't gain that discipline they need in the first week and go back to their old ways the second they're faced with temptation to go off track. And how you push through, you know, the first week of doing something, whatever it is that you're needing to be disciplined for, that first week and how you approach just discipline and rest and everything will shape the rest of, 
you know, the time that you're trying to pursue the goal or whatever it is you're going after. And it ultimately will determine the timing and whether or not you reach that goal. And after a couple of weeks, the discipline just comes a lot easier and it's more natural. It's more of a habit. And if you're able to fight those urges to throw in the towel and give into your temptation early on, you will really just see how much easier discipline is later on. And you really just have to see through temptation and giving up and going to sit on the couch to watch Netflix feels and sounds truly so much more appealing than finishing what you need to do for the day or finishing the one thing on your to-do list that you just keep pushing off. But when you're disciplined, you can see through that temporary pleasure and instead see the much greater benefit of pushing through and envision how it will feel once you complete what you've been working on and once you're that much closer to reaching your goal. If you're able to look at it as you know, watching Netflix being this like temporary pleasure that sounds so much better than doing what you need to do. And you can see past that temporary pleasure and then look at the much more lasting pleasure of, you know, not having to work through the night because you chose to get it done right now and how it feels to have that goal accomplished and to just be making progress in what you're working on. I think that that sort of mental awareness and the ability to see through the feelings of temptation and emotions of temptation and focus on the feelings that come from determination and seeing it through with what you need to do instead will push you to keep going. And that's like the biggest thing that I think has transformed discipline for me has been being able to notice when I'm having those tempting thoughts of, oh, I could just go like sit on TikTok on the couch for an hour and take take a break when I know that's going to turn into like much longer than an hour. And I think that being able to see past that and just say, okay, or I can be done with my work by 5 p.m. And if I'm done by 5 p.m., I have the entire rest of the evening to myself and I'm able to completely you know, shut off for the rest of the night, not have to worry about my work or schoolwork or what I need to get done. And I'm able to make progress in what I'm doing. I got what I needed to get done. And that feels at the end of the day a million times better than taking that break to go doom scroll on my phone does. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. But that's truly the most transformative thing with discipline to me is having that mental awareness because I think that's what so many people don't realize like factors into discipline and in reality it's like a large chunk of being able to stay disciplined even when you're like really running low and I really really think that working on that mental awareness and really the only way you can work on it is like every time you have one of those tempting thoughts or you know you're feeling burnt out and like your mind is sitting there thinking like oh I'd rather go like lay out by the pool or, you know, just whatever it is. If you can like pause yourself every time you have one of those thoughts and think like, am I thinking this because I'm trying to avoid and put off what I'm doing or am I thinking this because I am genuinely burnt out and need a break? And when you can distinguish between the two, then you can tell yourself, okay, I can just push through. I'll finish this in an hour or two and I'll be done and then I can go do whatever I want. Or okay, I'm really burnt out, I'm exhausted, I'm like 
basically having diminishing returns on what I'm doing right now. If you're an econ person, you'll understand that. But like the more your effort you're putting in, the less you're getting out, that type of situation, if that's what's going on, then you probably just need to remove yourself and give yourself a break. And I think that that can be really helpful to just sort of see that. And lastly, um, I just want to talk about incentives because I think incentives are so underrated and such a great way to force yourself into cultivating discipline if you're having a hard time with the whole mental awareness thing and just finding it difficult to resist temptation overall. For me, my incentives are so small. Like some people will be like, I can go, you know, shopping or I can go hang out with my friends. I can go get drinks if I get X done. For me, I am, I feel like this is, I'm literally just giving like my current lifestyle example. Like it's not always like this, but Right now, like literally today and yesterday, my mindset was I am going to grind so hard on studying during the day and, you know, just get my studying done, what I need to get done on my schedule for the day so that I can watch Outer Banks season two. And I did that yesterday and it was the best freaking motivator because I hadn't started it yet and I really wanted to start it with my boyfriend and we were were literally so excited because it came out July 30th and yesterday was the 31st and, um... I wanted to watch it so bad, so I have that in the back of my mind, and we both didn't have like plans for the evening or anything to do, so I was like, we got to start it tonight, so in my head, I was like, if I finish my studying by like 4 or 5 o'clock, I'll have time to make dinner, and I can literally watch Outer Banks for the rest of the night, and we literally watched four episodes, and we're planning on watching the rest of the season tonight, which I will probably have to stay up a little bit late if we're going to be doing that a little bit later than I prefer but it's okay because it's so good and so worth it and it's like you have to binge that show I feel like it's just it's so good but that's like a side note um I that and that motivated me today like today is Sunday I love Sundays but I also hate Sundays and we have been cleaning all day and we went and got coffee this morning and I studied this morning and it was funny just because I did not I didn't feel like studying at all, y'all. Like, I was telling myself, like, oh, I can just clean, and that's still productive, right? Like, that's fine, which is great, and it is so great that I cleaned. But when I'm sitting here, like, trying to just, like, all of a sudden make this place sparkle from head to toe in order to avoid studying, I'm like, okay, I need to study. Like, I'm just being, you know, trying to avoid studying. And then I reminded myself, like, oh, gosh, like, I need to finish it before dinner time, finish all my studying before dinner time and all the cleaning before dinner time so that I can watch the rest of Outer Banks tonight. And that kicked me into gear, and I was able to finish everything I needed to finish studying-wise. So whatever incentive you think, like, works for you in your lifestyle, do it. If it means going to get Starbucks after you're done, do it. And I think that incentives work a lot better if you're doing them after the fact, like, after you're you've completed what you need to complete because I think so many of us are like oh if I go get a coffee or if I make a cup of tea like then I'll be able to get this done but I think if you do it the other way around and you're like okay once I finish this then I can go get a coffee out like make your first coffee at home and then you know for your second coffee or tea or whatever it is or a smoothie whatever you want (laughs) then make that come to have that come after you finish what you need to get done so it can be something as small as that it could be you know going to lay out by the pool it could be reading your book that's been another one for me all week um I'm like okay if I finish studying I can cook dinner get in the bathtub and read my Kindle, and that's just like the most relaxing thing in the world to me so that's also been an incentive and it can be going to a workout class it can be 
hanging out with a friend, watching your favorite TV show, going on TikTok if you want, um, working on your passion project, like cleaning, literally anything. Incentives do not have to be like spending money. They don't have to be like buying yourself anything. Um, you know, that kind of stuff. And I, this also makes me think back to gymnastics because I, I was the worst with mental blocks when it, and when I did gymnastics, like having a mental block to where you couldn't get yourself to do a skill that like you either were trying to get or a skill that you like already could do. And that should have been like a red flag for my just anxious personality from a young age that I had more mental blocks than literally anybody else on my team. And I suffered from them like so, so badly. And I remember when I would be working towards a new skill, my mom would incentivize me with a new leotard. And she would be like, you know, if you can do this skill like five times today, then you'll get a new leotard. And honestly, it worked like a good large amount of the time because leotards were like the coolest thing ever to me at the time. And they were like, my, I, I wore them more often than I wore regular clothes at the time. So it was like the best thing ever to me. And I obviously didn't have money. I was like nine, eight years old. So I didn't have money to be spending on leotards. So it was just a great incentive for me. And I know that that's like not probably a tangible example, but that's like where it started. And certain incentives work really well for me now. Because now it's like I value my free time and my time to take care of myself so much more than I ever have at any other point in my life. So literally just being able to have time to myself and time to unwind and relax is a good enough incentive for me because I neglected it for so long and I want to emphasize that if that's the same case for you then let that be your flipping incentive because that is a sure sign that you need some freaking rest if you're having to use it as an incentive but that's everything I have for this week's episode I know it's not like super long or anything but I really just felt like I needed to talk about discipline and hopefully everything I said would make make sense like I was really trying to talk about it in a way that y'all could like tangibly grasp like integrating discipline into your life and like built truly building that bridge like not just me sitting here talking like step one you do this but more so talking about like why certain aspects of cultivating discipline like work better than others and like the different things you can do like trying to relate it back to my life and like the way I'm incorporating it and like how I've built discipline in my current phase of life and everything. Um, So hopefully it was helpful for y'all. Let me know if it was. And um, of course, you can always message the podcast with any episode ideas y'all have. Or if you have any like takeaways from the episode that really resonated with you, please let me know. I love hearing feedback. So seriously, don't hesitate. Um, But I hope that this was really helpful for y'all. And don't think like just from me talking about studying the whole time that this, this is only applicable to studying. You can take everything I just said and apply it to whatever you're needing to be disciplined for in your own life. It could be literally your own job. Um, It could be, you know, getting into a fitness routine. It could be cultivating a new habit in your life or learning how to take care of yourself. Like literally whatever it is, it can be applied in your life with the same like sort of outline I just talked about. So hopefully it was really helpful. Y'all know I always say as long as it helps one person, that's all I care about. Um, but I love y'all and I will talk to you all next week in next Monday's episode and be sure to follow in bloom podcast and join the in bloom podcast Facebook group and have a great week, make the most of it. And I'll talk to y'all next week.